Hi everyone, welcome to episode three of From Pain to Performance. We're still going through our uh, pain myths series. Today's pain myth is the absolute perler. There's nothing you can do. Now, lots of people have heard this before, no doubt, probably in a doctor's office or even physio's office or someone's office. And generally it's after reviewing an x-ray or an MRI or something like that. Now, the premise behind the fact that there's nothing you can do, I think is completely flawed. Often people say, oh, my so-and-so said that there's nothing that we can do about it. And my answer to that normally is, well, that's just bollocks. It's physiologically implausible, illogical, and is largely a space filler, replacing the more accurate, I don't have the answer. Now, health professionals aren't very good at telling people that they don't know what to do. And the result is that they're telling people that there is nothing that they can do. Now, that's very different. There's nothing that the health professional can do to them that will make them better. I agree with that a lot of the time. But there is so many things that the person can do with the help of a health professional to decrease their pain, improve their function, and start moving away from pain and into how they would like to perform their even just the daily their daily life, sport, exercise, hang out with the kids, whatever it is. Fundamentally, pain is an experience. It's not a terminal disease. So even the most horrendous, persistent pain that never goes away, it's still an output of the nervous system that depends on all the very many things that make up that person. So disease processes, trauma, all sorts of things can have similar patterns, but pain is an individual experience. Arthritis is the classic example. Many people get arthritis. Every person will have changes on an x-ray as they get older. That's completely normal. Not all of those people will have pain. Two examples for you. Person one, 50 years old, knees getting a bit sore, it swells up, they go to the GP. GP gets an x-ray, they go back to the GP, GP says, you've got arthritis, there's nothing you can do. Let me know when the pain gets so bad and we'll send you to the orthopedic surgeon and they'll do a knee replacement. They stop exercising because it hurts and because they've been told that they have arthritis. The leg becomes deconditioned. The nervous system becomes more protective of that knee and therefore their pain gets worse. They go back to the GP, pain's worse, off to the orthopedic surgeon, knee replacement. Now that's not saying that knee replacement's bad. Knee replacement's a very successful operation. But even a knee replacement only has about a 75% success rate. So the statistics from the orthopedic data bank of, of all knee replacements, three out of four are good. One out of four, the, the recipient of the knee reports that an unsatisfactory outcome. So even the great option that, that helps most people can't help everyone. So the second example in that scenario is a 50-year-old person, knees sore, swells up, goes to see the GP. The GP goes, look, there's nothing to worry about. It's just a bit angry. You've overloaded it. Just give tennis a break for a few weeks. Go and see the physio, get a few exercises, get it stronger, get back to tennis. 
let me know if you've got any further problems. So there's no, in that scenario, there's no fear of movement, no fear of uh, impending doom almost. They don't need to fear moving. They don't need to fear the pain that they're in. It's all very normal. It's all very usual. They're, they continue active life, less chance of pain in the future, but they still have arthritis. So, now that's a very simplified example. Obviously, there's qualifiers to all of that. And some knees will always have to be replaced. That's just an example. The point is that pain as an outcome measure is variable given that it's to do with each person and structure and pain are two very separate things. The other classic that I see a lot is the person has had persistent pain for years and they've tried every health professional, been to a thousand different doctors, had a million scans. They're even starting to go into the more alternative uh, you know, health practices just trying to find an answer. Um, and they're often let down by the biomedical model of the structure only thinking because a lot of structures, there is nothing you can do. There is nothing to improve uh, the joint in osteoarthritis apart from replace it. There is nothing to change certain structures. But telling someone that there's nothing you can do for pain is incorrect. What it should translate as is there's nothing you can do to improve the structure and we don't know why it still hurts, but there are things you can do to change it. But that message is very rare. There are a million things you can do to change pain, but the, the reality is it's just really hard. So not even the people who know what they're talking about and know what uh, works, not even they're sure what will work every time. But it's all very safe. It's all cheap in comparison to surgery. And the worst case scenario is that you know better than you were before. So let's try it. And if that's not working, let's try something different. Fundamentally underlying all of that is understanding why it hurts has to be the starting point. So if you understand your pain and you know more about why it's there and what's happening, it doesn't make it feel any better necessarily, but you're more able to move and you're more able to do things with it. And that means it'll get better. Consistent pain is probably one of the most complex things on the planet. Uh, and it's probably even more complex than even you would think. And it's really hard to navigate. Uh, but So it's, it doesn't mean that it's easy, but treatment doesn't have to be complicated. Treatment can be fairly simple. Just understand it, move more, move more often, increase the load and progressively do more. So if you've been told there's nothing you can do, two things I'd like you to do. One is keep looking. The second one is just please try and resist the temptation to try far-fetched, alternative, expensive, sort of wild, shot-in-the-dark alternative treatments. I'm not saying they can't work. I'm just saying that if they do, it's probably a placebo and they're not worth your money. Um, anything involving energy crystals, spirit animals, herbal eye drops, whatever it is. If the magic pill was the answer, it would just be the way and you wouldn't have to buy it from some dodgy PayPal site on the net. Just because some health professionals don't know what to say doesn't mean that there isn't an answer. But the answer is generally long, hard, and it requires the person in pain to be in charge of it. Fundamentally, though, even the, the biggest 
the hardest looking thing can be taken down by fairly simple means. If in doubt, remember the story of the Death Star. The Death Star was taken down by a single shot by a kid from the desert in a little X-Wing. Fund fundamentally, the, the rule is if in doubt, go to Star Wars. <laughs> no, just kidding. But I did get a Star Wars reference in my podcast, which I'm pretty stoked about. Other than that, guys, stay tuned for payment number three, which will be coming your way really soon.